And welcome everybody to CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. This is the show that brings to you the highlights of the sports world and industry. From Major League Baseball to the NBA, NFL, EPL, and so much more. CSCR is here to focus on local sports in the Windy City. From the Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and White Sox. We're here to talk sports to the true fans of Chicago. We are live here from Studio One at WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. February 19th, 2016. We've been gone for eight months. I missed the intro. It's good to hear it again. Chicago Tree Party is back in Studio One, and we got a lot to talk about. Me and Jackman been getting in some fights lately. Uh, on my left, Sammy the Bull. Hey, what's up, guys? Glad to be here. And to my right, on the boards, Mr. Jackman. What's up, Jackman? <laughs> what's up, guys? So the tree party's back, guys. Uh, we've been gone for eight months. Um, again, if you guys listen to WTR, uh, we did a solo show. Uh, I know that uh, Levi and Kess have been doing uh, weekly shows and episodes. They're having some uh, te- technical difficulties with one of some of their equipment, so that should be getting fixed real short, and they'll be back up and running. Um, but uh, we're back here, CSCR. This is episode 22. Um, and we're going to be talking a lot about the Bulls, uh, a lot about the Bears, um, and uh, just a little bit of uh, uh, a couple other things here and there, back and forth. So we got a lot to talk about. Um, happy to be back. Today's been a windy day. Uh, I saw some roofs falling off. I don't know about you guys on the way in. Yeah, I did too. I seen some scraps on the floor. Yeah, like tree branches. I see some tree branches falling on. There's probably branches falling on our cars outside yeah. right now. Power's out powers out this is crazy it's like 60 mile an hour winds and it's not even raining but uh that's why we're called the windy city so um it's uh, good stuff we have election timer right right around the corner too favorite time for mr sammy the bull yeah a lot what? of crooked politicians here <laughs> as always in yeah. chicago as always most crooked uh city in the that's nation wh- that's why they're broke that's why they're broke exactly but you know rom's gonna take care of that stuff for us hopefully rom <laughs> rom's a crook they're all crooks. Yeah. Um, so what we got, guys, uh, well, actually, good news is uh, baseball's coming back. Today was the first day for the White Sox and Cubs, uh, catchers and pitchers uh, reported. So it's good to see that starting. That means spring's coming right around the corner. We can finally start smelling uh, cut grass and stuff, so that's going to be good to see. Um, trade deadline just finished. R- really disappointed about what happened Uh at least for us, and we'll go over that in a little bit. One thing about when baseball starts, I'm sure you guys remember, going home uh, from school, catching the 115 game, catching uh, about six, seven inning when you guys get home, first game, opening uh, game. Yeah. I just miss Harry Carey's voice. You know, you know, when I was young, 
I used to have the patience to watch the game for three hours straight. I would watch now the game from first pitch to the ninth inning. I can't now. Yeah. And I don't even think the kids nowadays could do it. I think that their minds are just different now with the internet and everything. Everything just want, you know, everybody wants instant gratification. Fast. They right. want highlights. They just want to see what's good. Yes. I, I can watch games from beginning to end, but honestly, only in October for yeah. playoffs. Baseball's a beautiful game. There's a lot going on there. You know, yeah, it was it, called it America's Pastime. Yeah, it might not be that exciting, you know. But it, there's so much going on. You know, it's, there's so much strategy involved. Yeah, I, I, I just loved uh, going back to what you said, Jackman. Um, in the springtime, it's getting warmer. It's like 60s, low 70s. Uh, you're cutting the grass. You can smell the grass in the air as you're going in. And you'd have the 115 game, and it would be Harry Carey with Steve Stone. And just hearing that, and it yeah. was just like, oh, man, that's awesome. I like the part when uh, Arnie Harris, the producer, they would always look at the babes, Harry. You know, Harry was talking. They would always look at yeah, yeah. the hot babes in the stands. You know, you know, the Cubs are actually the favorite to win the World Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to the sports books, they're the favorite. Yeah, I'd like to see what the odds were for the White Sox. Well, I, I got the odds in front of me right here. As a matter of what fact, what are the White Sox odds? Well, I don't have the actual odds, but for for example, the Chicago Cubs. If you were to uh, risk a hundred dollars, they're at plus four hundred. The, the Chicago White Sox, let me see where they're at here. Oh, they're at plus 3,300. They're kind of lower middle of the pack. That's not too bad. Yeah. So that's actually, yeah. No, the, the Cubs got a stacked team. I mean, if they blow it, I mean, they did good last year. I know they uh, they, they didn't make it in the playoffs. But, again, it's expected. They're yeah. a young team. I'm not sure if plus 400 is 4-1. to one. I'm not sure about that. It could be. That sure? Did you see that Schwerber guy? What about him? That that kid's a beast. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. He just came. That's back. the guy that crushed the 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 board. And he just hit yeah. one uh, out of the park and hit like broke a windshielder. The guy's just a beast. I just, I mean, the guy's what three? He looks like Babe Ruth. Yeah, when know, he runs, they got a really bright future. The Cubs. They do. I mean, I know you're a Sox fan, but this team is. I they mean, do, and Ruth I'm not bashing and, them. I'm again. They, they. They. I think what Theo did is really, really good. The only thing I think they have a weakness in right now is a little bit in their pitching. I think that their bullpen's weak, and I think they still need like another one or two starter pitcher, not number one or two, but four or five. But other than that, I think I think Lester, for the amount of money they paid him, I didn't think he came through with the numbers that they wanted either. So, But I don't know. We'll see. I think that Matt, uh, Madden's a really good coach. I think that um, the vibe that's going on in Wrigley and, and what's happening in the city is everyone's really going around him and stuff. So, I mean, it'd be good to see. I, yeah, I, mean, I don't remember this kind of vibe for for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- th- I feel more the vibe now than back in the day when it was prior Kerry yeah, Wood, yeah, back or 3, yeah, yeah. Sosa and those guys. I mean, I feel it yeah. more now than back then. Me so, too. Um, I don't the know. The 3 team was a good team too. They yeah. were. They yeah. really were. Moises they should have won that. They, they should have won, won it. it. Yeah. You know Moises used to piss on his hands? Really? Yeah, for the calluses. Wow, interesting. Yeah, he used I to never, say that. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm a Sox fan, so I mean, I like um I like to go where there's parking, not where I have to pay $75 or 80 to park, yeah. um, and that where you can possibly even tailgate. And then I know people make fun of it that, could, well, I will always call it Comiskey, but the cell's never sold out. So you can find seats, and you're not like up yeah. against each other. And those bathrooms at Wrigley, man, they're atrocious. You know, that's, it's, I it's, haven't it's, been there. Do, do, do they still have the troffers? Yeah, they still have it. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I thought they were getting rid of those, they said. Yeah, well... You know, man, remember yeah. those Jackman or no? Not really. You had to go I out bet. and whip it out and just be in front of everybody else. Yeah. I do sort of. When we, we <laughs> went so there in hilarious. high school, we went there for yeah. 
There's a lot of bad seats in that. There's a lot of bad yeah. seats at that stadium. They, I mean, it's a beautiful stadium. It looks great on TV. To, but to actually be there. Uh, but what know, they're doing with the Ricketts now with center field, and apparently yeah. he owns like 50 to 60% of the rooftops now. Yeah. Um, and then he wants to build that hotel across the street. Uh-huh. So he's going to somehow connect Wrigley to the hotel. And then I think his initial goal is he wants to buy all the rooftops. Yeah. And then he's going to connect tunnels from Wrigley to the rooftops. Yeah, it's, it's a very tight space, Wrigley. You know, it's such a tight area there. It's because of your area. You do. Yeah, it's like there's, you know. You have no land really yeah, to build it, out. It's unique. The place is unique. Yeah. It's, but it's like Fenway. It's a, yes. it's a, it's a, a treasure that, yeah. I mean, everyone has to go see. And exactly. It's been around for a long time. Yeah, exactly. One of the very last parks. Didn't Babe play in that park or no? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he did. It's probably yeah, one of the of very few last parks that Bayback. I mean, think about it. What old parks are still up still? I think just yeah. Fenway and uh, Fenway and Wrigley. Everything yeah. else got torn down and rebuilt. I mean, there's probably a few more. I mean, yeah. I, well, whatever. I think those are the two oldest, so. Yeah. yeah. I think Fenway's the oldest or something. Fenway's the oldest, and I think Wrigley's second. That's yeah. pretty cool, the Green Monster in Fenway. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, now that you guys are talking about that, remember Tony Phillips? Yeah, the, wasn't he an outfielder? He was like a utility guy. Oh, utility guy. A's, or he played everywhere. He played in Oakland. He died today. Wow. I, th- I forgot how, I think he was 54? Wow. Yeah, I just remember him, because I remember when I used to collect baseball cards, I used to go around and um, uh, he would be the guy you always get. You know how you used to always get that one guy on every single pack? And you're <laughs> yeah. like, why the hell am I keep getting this guy? <laughs> I, I don't want him. But um, he was like the one guy that I was I would always get in packs. And um, I was reading something, and then all of a sudden, yeah, 56 years old right here. 56. Wow. Rest in peace. Yeah. Second base. Okay, he was infielder. My bad. Yeah. yeah. How, Apparent uh What happened to baseball cards? Are they even hot anymore? I don't think they're even hot, right? They are, man. But yeah, And yeah. I got a still a big collection, but what they did now is they have them, um, I don't even know what you want to call this. You have to send them out so you can put them in a plastic container and they take the air out of it. Okay. So they, so they, they, they mint it and they give it a grade and everything. Okay. But you have to pay money for it. So if you have, let's say, for an example, uh, let's say you have a Ken Griffey Jr. upper deck card. Yes. And then that's not in that plastic case, but then you have one that's minted by a company and graded. Like this, that card that you don't have graded can possibly only be $2, and this is like $300. I got you. So it's like they're forcing you to do that now. And I guess it protects it from like the age, the air, the chemicals from being bent in the corners. But not only that, but remember back in the days you had three baseball card companies, right? Yeah, what was it? Donruss, Tops, Fleer. Fleer. And was it Scores? Up, upper Deck, Scores. Upper so we had like five. five. Yeah. yeah. Now you've got like 17 different companies. Wow. Now. Donruss, right? I think they Well, had now two, you got yeah. like, they had a bunch I don't know. Two, yeah. Now it's just crazy. And it's just like, whatever. I'm like, I don't even, it's too complicated. It's not even worth it. But, yeah. um,. Anyways, uh, so let's get into the, well, actually before, let me start with social media before I forget uh, a couple things. So we're not going to do any ads because this is our uh, welcome back and I don't want to go do commercial time or whatever. So we're going commercial free. We're not going to do any ads in the beginning, in the middle or the end. Uh, The only thing I do want to do is I just want to make sure to go over social media. So Facebook, uh, you guys can like us on our Facebook page, which is Windy City One Word Sports Network. That's Facebook. Twitter, follow us at WCSN, the number three. Um, We post all our shows on all our social 
social media sites, so you can listen to us on there. Um, you can also listen to us on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, which is our original platform, and then iTunes Radio. If you go on iTunes, subscribe to us, rate us, give us five stars. Uh, again, this is a passion project project we do this for free we're trying to see how high we can get a group of uh, uh, old buddies that got together just to bs about sports uh and we're trying to see if we can get the top 100 podcasts on itunes which would be amazing uh huge accomplishments we would take that to our grave telling our kids that we, we had a top 100 podcast right <laughs> that'd be fun to hear um we also have our website up. That's been up for about uh, a little bit, about uh, almost a year. Uh, it is www.windycitysportsnetwork.com. Our shows are posted on there as well, too. Uh, you can catch the crew. The crew's all on there. There's pictures of us, intros of us, all that stuff, so you can check us out there. And then if you got any uh, questions or you want to tell us anything or give us any information, we're at windycitysportsnetwork at gmail.com. So um, that is that. Um, Bears. Uh, bad season. What do you guys think? Yeah, well, I mean, anytime you don't make the playoffs, you can't really say uh, it was a good season. But, I mean, I, I think there was some bright spots on the team. I think uh, Jay Cutler improved. Um, I think that uh, defense was a lot better than we thought it was going to be. So there are some bright spots there. So I actually liked the season because uh, I saw progression. And... I really like what Pace is doing um, and what he's trying to do. Um, how about that Theo Ratliff debacle in the middle of the season? Yeah, that was crazy. Th- nuts. The, the guy's insane. I'm, I, I'm, I think Pace was fearing his life for a moment there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think that guy's going to get a job anymore in the NFL. He's done, I think. Yeah, who really knows what happens behind the scene? It's probably even worse than they let out. I'm you know, sure. Yeah. Um, in any case... Um, what did you guys feel from the coaching staff? Like, what was your take? I know Tressman, it was like god-awful. But what's your feel on Fox and the current coaching guys? I mean, I thought they did a good job. Cutler had his best season yeah. of his career. And I'm a Cutler uh, basher. The defense improved. Uh, there's nothing really you could say bad about it. Yeah. I, I think overall Fox kept a very strict um, and I think he he had a vision and a focus, and he kept the team focused on doing that. So I think that we knew the direction that Fox was trying to take the team, and, and the players knew that as well, too. So I liked that. Um, I did like a lot of the other guys, too. Um, it's sad to see Gase go. Yes. Um, yeah. yes. I think he's going to do really well in Miami, too. And Miami, uh, I think, is going to be a team to watch out for. But... Um, uh, I, I think that uh, Logan's isn't a, he's actually pretty decent. Um, and this is a guy that's been high. He was promoted, obviously, from quarterbacks coach to offensive coordinator now. Um, he was on the Bears. Uh, and uh, I think he's actually going to be – I don't think we're going to miss a step there with Gase gone. Um, I think that's actually going to work out for us, um, and it's going to be pretty good. Um, we hired uh, for – uh, what's his name? Josh McDaniel's brother, Ben McDaniel. So we just hired him as, I think, the quarterback coach right now. He was offensive coordinator at Rutgers. Um, and uh, Ben McDaniel's also coached in Tampa Bay uh, as an offensive assistant. And he's the reason. Remember Mike Glennon? 
Yeah. He's the guy who made Mike Glennon, who I think to this day holds Tampa Bay co- uh, quarterback records. Um, and he was also the quarterback coach for Tim Tebow uh, in Denver in 2010. I don't think. I don't I'm think, not sure. Glenn, I don't think Glennon holds no. any records. Yeah. Um, I, I'll look it up no. while we're talking. But I think he he held something. There no, he only played for like a year or two. He over only there. started one year. Yeah, over there. Um, and then uh, I we also hired uh, Curtis Johnson as the receiver coach, and he's from Tulane as well too. So um, I think coaching wise, not I don't think too bad. One thing I would like to say about this coaching staff is uh, they were ready to play for the most part. They were respectable. They were professional. Uh, they played hard. Uh, there wasn't as many dumb mistakes. I mean, there was some uh, timeout debacles and this and that from the coaching to some, but not like with Tressman. But uh, they were competitive this year. They lost, but they were they lost some close games. But they were in a lot of close games. Yeah, there was no fifty point blowouts. The game wasn't over at halftime. You know, the only game they kind of and even that game was sort of close until half uh, until uh, third fourth quarter was a Seattle game. They lost pretty big, but it was close for the first half, and that was without Cutler. That was uh, with the backup quarterback, and they they don't even have them no more. I think with what was dealt to us, I think they did a fantastic job with what was handed to them, um, and I think they worked well with, with what they had. So, I mean, overall, I, I think there was structure this time around. Um, one cool thing is, and I never saw this before, especially from Bears um, or from the Bears organization, uh, when we went to camp this year, uh, I went with Freight Train, Big Mike, the Freight Train, <laughs> um, and uh, Pace was on the field and i don't remember the last time a general manager actually came down and was on the grass and he wasn't he was dressed in regular shorts and t-shirt and it wasn't like he was wearing a suit or tie or dress pants or anything and he was mingling with all the coaches he was mingling with the players and it was really good to see and i and i mean i I think for for having a general manager that is actually being active, at least on uh, with the team and the coaches. There is a communication there. I think that's happening. So it was really good to see. Um, again, I had my uh, um, uh, certain times. I mean, Jared Allen. I think I think God he got traded and he retired. Did you guys see that video? No, I didn't see it. No, I didn't see it. It's one of the stupidest things. He's on a horse with a cowboy hat somewhere in Minnesota where he lives. And he basically goes up to a camera and tells the camera, hey, guys, I'm calling it quits or whatever. And he's like, this is the part where I'm going to ride off with my horse in the sunset. And he just turns around and rides off. And he's just yeah. like, really, dude? Like, come on. Like, anyway, again, in camp. He, it, it, he didn't do nothing for us. Garbage. He the was guy garbage. was just standing around watching everybody. Yeah, and, and, like, everyone's, like, gotten, like digging it out and, and putting effort into it. And this guy would just stand around. He, like, gave up. He gave up during when he was here with Tressman. Like, the guy just didn't care. But anyways. Um, we should have kept Julius Peppers. He kind of revived his uh, career He did when he went Green to Green Bay. Bay. Yeah, he's he, you know he's a good situational player. Did he retire? No, he's still around. Is he still playing? Yeah, he's still playing. I thought he, he played, was calling he it quits this well year. Last yeah, year. yeah he's, he's playing pretty solid, too. Wow. So, all right. So, anyways, we were 6-10, and 10, uh, last place in the NFC North. Um, points per game, we were 23rd in the NFL. Yards per game, we were 21st in the NFL. Pass yards per game, we were 23rd. Uh, this is what surprised me. Rushing yards per game, we were 11th. 
That didn't surprise me too much because you know John Fox is going to bring a more commitment to the run. I said that before the season. Uh, John Fox, he's an old school coach. He's like a Mike Dicta type style as far as belief in running the ball. And that's something Tressman would not do. Yeah, he didn't. He had no balance. He was more of like a screen uh, pass player or coach type. Right, of and you know, the offensive linemen, like I said before, they love to run the ball because now they're delivering the blow. Yeah. When they're passing, they're always backing up. So Cutler had actually, just like Sammy said, I'm a Cutler basher, but I actually think he came through last year. Um, 3,600 yards passing, 21 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and had a quarterback rating of 92.3. I think that's pretty damn good for a quarterback. Yeah, definitely. It's a good good season. Cutler did well. He did yeah. very well, I think. So Less mistakes, less turnovers. Yeah. Going back to what we were talking about in the beginning of the season of, well, do we want to cut him now or not? I mean, honestly, I was looking at the free agent market to see what quarterbacks are out there. I would probably keep him, for this, at least for this the last year. I agree. I think you got to keep him. Yeah. And then I think when we're going to talk about a little bit about more of the draft, I think with who we can possibly draft, I think keeping Cutler and having a mentor, maybe uh, whoever we draft. I don't think he's a men- I don't think he's a good mentor. But I, it, I don't still know. have this guy it's... as the backup and use Cutler for one more year. That way we don't take a cut. Yeah. And then that way we can yeah. just, if I we get, decide yeah. if this guy works see, out. Yeah. I don't see Cutler mentoring anybody. No, I don't I, see him yeah. as a mentor, but like we have 32 teams in the NFL. There's not 32 great starters. How many great starters is there? Yeah. How many? How many would you guys say? I mean, and, and honestly, five or six. You got like you know. I mean, Rogers, think of the quarterbacks Newton, that are out there right now that they're Brady. thinking of. Who was the guy that was backing up? Um, At the most, you can get close to ten. Like was, not great, but not like even. decent. Who was the guy backing up uh, Manning? Osweiler. Yeah. Yeah. Tall guy. So he's going to stay in Denver, and I don't think he's that good either. Nah, he's just he's not. He's not. But he would have won the Super Bowl too if he was playing. Yeah. Right. There's rumors of. <laughs> RG3 possibly going to... RG3, forget about it. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. it's like the quarterbacks you're talking about right now, Cousins is maybe the best one out there. What do you mean, the best one out of what? Out of the ones that are available. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would touch Kirk Cousins. And he's going to stay in Washington. He's been way too inconsistent throughout Yeah, he's hot and cold. But he it's does just have like some good games. You, you but have no free agent quarterbacks out there. And there's no... And I mean, honestly, the ones that are good are retiring. I mean, how long does Tom Brady really have? Well, he's still he's still playing good. I mean, he's like he's, thirty eight years old. You think old. he's yeah. got one, two more years? Yeah, he probably yeah. got two or three with yeah. modern day technology, with the steroids and everything. These guys go for a long steroids. time. Steroids? No, no, I'm serious. Look at Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh, Peyton myself. Manning's on Peyton Manning's on steroids. Oh, I mean, big all time. these guys, yeah, big time. Um, so Forte, what's your feelings on letting him go? I mean, I like Forte. I think Forte was a. Uh, a very good player, but let's face it, he's 30 years old. Thank you. And uh, Langford looked great. You yes. got to go with the young guy. Yeah. You got to go with, you know? Yeah, I think for the amount of money that Forte is going to ask and for the age that he is right now, I think it's just best for us to part ways and go forward from there. Um, Forte had 218 carries for 898 yards this year. Um, Langford, 148 carries for 537 yards. So if you gave Langford the same amount of carries, he probably would be around the same number as Forte. And then if you look at the receiving yards, Forte had 44 receptions for 389 yards, and then Langford had 22 receptions, half, for 279. Yeah. 
So, I, I mean, overall, I think their numbers mimic each other, and it's pretty good. And I liked Langford. Langford, I think, is going to be pretty decent. Um, and it'll it'll fill in, I think, whatever we're going to miss out of Forte. I don't think that's going to be a big gap for to worry about next year. Plus, you know, it's a smart business move. Langford's a lot cheaper. Yes. So you got to look at it like that. You know, running backs aren't what they used to be. They you know, literally have a four-year lifespan now almost, four well, to five years. You know, if you look at all the running backs in the league, you get them in a good system, you can have a lot of running backs that could be very successful. It's not like the old days where you had Peyton, yeah. Barry Sanders, you had a few great backs. Yeah. Now they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so right now I'd rather have a, the best wide receiver in the game than to have the best running back in the game, whereas if you would have told me 20 years ago, I'd probably... Running back. I would I would pick running back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I It's a tough decision. I like Matt Forte. He's one of my favorite players. The guy plays hard. The guy works hard in the off season to get himself in shape. He's a he's a pro, you know. This guy, he's one of my like I said, one of my favorite players on the Bears, and he's a good guy, a good locker room guy. And I think they could have used both of them because now you're gonna have what's his name, Langford and uh, Kadeem Carey. So like Kadeem Carey plays hard and he's decent, but we haven't seen enough of him yet. And even Langford. He looks he looks good, but I mean I think him and Forte would be more dangerous. But I, I you know I don't know how much they're save how much is the, uh, Forte on the hook for? How much would we have to pay him? Uh, like six million. It's, got, it's good money. money. I, yeah, it's yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah I think it, it was. And he his asking price right now is going to be around four to six million yeah. a year. But you know what? I hope he goes to like the Patriots or somebody and that's, wins a Super Bowl. That's the, I really hope he yeah, goes somewhere. That's the leading team right now. Okay. So they said it looks like the Patriots are probably going to pick him up and go with him. Hey, to switch gears, did you guys see the Chicago Bears 30 for 30? No, but I... It was I, unbelievable. I, you guys got to check it uh, out. Ah, who was it? You guys Someone was... check it out. I didn't even know I'm, they I'm had going off that. subject here. Oh, it was... Ke- okay, I'm going off subject here. Old WCW wrestling, Kevin Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Yeah. He, uh, on his Twitter account, he put in... Some, one day I was watching Raw or something, and he wrote, I was... Just watching the 85 Bears 30 for 30, he's like, I started crying. Listen, that team... is it? That, was it like touching where you you wanted to cry? Yeah, it was somewhat touching. They had Buddy Ryan on there. They had Dick on there. Dent was on there. McMichael was on there. McMahon, all these guys. Can I... You, well, not YouTube. Uh, you could probably get it on... On DVD, demand? On demand, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, sure you could probably try it, was, it That team was just the personalities on that it team. It was unreal. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was kind of sad. You guys, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but you guys got to watch it. I am. Even Richard Dent was saying, like, with that team, they should have won more Super Bowls. They, they should have. A lot of people at were least, saying yeah, that. At least they were, two. At least, and, well, Mc, well, you got to understand, too, McMahon was hurt. It's hard to win a Super Bowl with your second stringer. Yeah. In 86, he was out. Then, remember when they started Doug Flutie over Tom Zack? That was stupid. They yeah. got Doug Flutie four weeks before, and they started Doug Flutie. Yeah. They would have had a better chance to win with, you know, Tom Zack. But, you know, that's my dicta for you. He was a great motivator, was never the best X and O guy. Who, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Jackman actually brought this up. Who holds the quarterback record for the season? Yards and TDs, Jackman. Yards? Uh, I s- go oh, go, go Sammy, you know? No, um... It used to be Marino, I believe Marino. No, 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 for the Bears, for the Bears. Oh, oh, Cutler. No, for the season. Oh, for the season, yeah. Kramer. The s- Eric Kramer, Kramer. Oh. in 95. Yes, yes yeah. he had a yeah. big year in 99. 29 touchdowns. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yes. so I was looking at that But the Bears up. Weren't, weren't shit that year. They were garbage because they yeah. had Barry Sanders and the Lions, and they were tearing everybody well, up. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
Alshon, do we keep him? Do we franchise tag him? Do we let him go? We keep him. You th- you want to fork over that money? I think we keep him. I think he's a stud wide receiver. All right. So here's guys he- like him don't come around. Here's numbers. Ready? Yeah. F- he's going to demand fourteen million a year at a minimum. He wants a 70, 70, 70 million over a five year span. Thirty million dollars guaranteed. You still want to sign him? He'll get that with another team. And right now, the number one team I guess to go for him is the San Diego Chargers. I, I'm probably leaning on keeping him. What do you think? I, 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 I'm thinking let him go. Okay. I mean, I, I know Kevin White's not proven. Um, How about if they franchise him for Europe? Because he gets he gets hurt a lot. That's the he's thing. explosive when he's in there, but he does miss a lot of games. How many games did he miss last year? About half the game. About half the season, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, he is a threat. When he's in there, you can see the offense click. You can see Cutler go to him, especially in in the end zone. Yeah, and having you know, you need two good wide receivers, or here's, else the here's defense... the thing that I'm worried about. You sign that guy for that much money, five years. If we lose Cutler next year, again, who knows if we're going with a rookie or who you're going to go with? If you don't have a good quarterback, you just wasted all that money. What do you mean this year Cutler is going to stay? They're not no, going to get rid of after oh, that. Okay. So then now you've right. got a wide receiver that you're paying all that money to for four more years, and you don't know who the guy who's going to be but throwing him the ball. Didn't Cut- wasn't Cutler signed to a long-term deal? Next year's his last, uh, co- his last year on his contract. I can pull it up. Hold on. I got it. But that's he, next year, because remember they were saying they were thinking of cutting him, and they weren't going to cut him. Or are you pulling that up? Uh... Let me check it. I- I'm going to pull it up right now. Yeah, pull it up. I think his contract's almost up, though. Salary cap, Bears, Jay Cutler. I think it was a seven-year deal, looks like. Hold on a second here. Base salary, 16. It's not saying here. Where you, are you, go, to, go to our lads just to see. All right, so Sammy's going to pull that up. Too much quiet time on the radio. Yeah, so, but anyways, Crickets. right now, favorites to sign them are uh, it's between San Diego and Baltimore, and they're the guys who are in the front running for him. But, I mean, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just concerned with who the quarterback's going to be that's going to throw him the ball. And if Cutler's not going to be here for a long time, I, I don't know if we're going to want to uh, deal with him or I'm just concerned who's going to be the other quarterback that takes over in the backfield. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, we don't know. So that's what concerns me there. Um, defense. Lamar Houston was leading with eight sacks. Willie Young, who I, I don't know why he's playing linebacker. They should move Willie to the front line. I mean, we need we need defensive line help. I don't understand why they don't have him at a DE position. He's good at it. He was good at it. Um, he's got six and a half sacks, and then you got Pernell McPhee at six sacks. Um, who's the dude that just got cut by uh, Detroit? Um, not Tucker. What's his name? One of the linebackers just got cut from Detroit. Also, they just announced right before we started the show, Chris Long just got cut by the Rams, defensive end, 30 years old. Okay. And Laurinaitis just got cut by the Rams too, and he's 29. Okay. So having Laurinaitis would not be a bad deal. 29 years old, he's still somewhat young. Having McPhee and him, I don't know about Long, but that's Kyle's brother too. So you never know if you have that combo there. And Long is a pretty wicked defensive end. So um, that might work out. I'm not sure. But there are a lot of linebackers that are uh, that are coming out there. I think it's Tur- Turek, the linebacker from the Lions. 
he just got cut too as well. You got the Cutler thing? Yeah, it looks like uh, he signed till till two thousand twenty. Whoa! Yeah, he signed. He signed. He signed a seven year deal with a hundred for one hundred twenty six million. So then, so then we c- we can cut him though after next year though, and we would because it was the guaranteed money that was kicked in. Yes. All right. So that's why it was the guarantee. So after next year, then we don't owe him any more money. So we can actually, after next year, we can cut him. We wouldn't take a pay a pay cut. Yeah, I'm really not sure exactly how that works. So that's what it was. So we've got him for another four years, basically. Yes. I mean, if he plays like he did last year, why would yeah, you cut him? I wouldn't. How old is he? He's 32. Yeah, he's 32 now, and we have him signed till he's 36. That's not so bad. he's got a couple. Yeah, he's got a couple more. So years. maybe you do keep Jeffries then. Yeah. You know, color color's probably going to have a lot of input on that decision. Yeah, and it all depends. And if I bet Fox he would want. Color. I bet he would want him. He's a talented guy, Jeffrey. Believe Jeff, me, yeah, if he's on Jeffrey's the field. Talented. He's talented. He is talented. I, he I'm makes really, the offense go. Yeah, and I'm really interested to see Kevin White this year. Hopefully, if he's healthy. Yeah, you can see when Jeffrey's not playing, the offense sputters. Yeah. They don't have a deep threat. You can see Cutler's way more comfortable when uh, Elshon's in the game. All right, so here is some uh, tips or some uh, little little news out there. So it looks like Martellus Bennett is going to get traded, or they're, they're, he's not going to be with the team this year. So it looks like we're going to end up cutting ties with him somehow. Um, Pace doesn't like him, and it's been on record that Pace thinks he's a distraction, just like B. Marshall was. So it looks like Bennett going to be gone. I'm not going to miss him that much, so not concerned there. Um Roll, they're probably going to cut him as well, too. They're going to cut ties with Roll. Um, and then this is the other one that I, I can't wait for ha- to happen. Uh, Robbie Gold is probably going to get cut as well, too, and that should have happened a long time ago. Um, you're paying Robbie Gold 3.75 mil when the best kicker, Josh Brown from the Giants, last year was the best kicker, and he was making $1 million a year. I like Robbie Gold as a kicker. I mean, yeah. he, he, I mean, he. I know he blew a couple games for us. Four this year. million a year for a kicker, dude. Yeah, yeah, but that's he, Angelo. He he did a great job for us, though. I, he, I he don't really I, did. I think too much money. You can get another kicker to do the same job for three million dollars less. Yeah, from a business perspective, I see your point. Um, now, position help. What do you think we have biggest gaps, or what we need? Obviously, we just lost Bushrod. Yeah. So yeah, he's gone. Lineman, yeah. So, I mean, looking at what I was looking at right well, how here. How about linebackers? We don't have. Yeah, that's going to be a big inside linebackers. I think you need right now, defensively, you need a solid defensive end. Uh, I don't know if you go in the draft or if you go on free agent on that. Um, I, I really, I, I still don't understand why Willie Young's not pushed up to the defensive line. They need to get Willie Young out of the linebacker position and moved up front. Um, you need a left a left inside linebacker and a right inside linebacker. Both of them are really weak. Um, and then you still need a corner, man. So, I mean, you you got Fuller, who didn't have a good season last year. But, I mean, still, you still need another corner and you need another strong safety. Now, I know Fox has been talking about uh, the linebacker from uh, from. The, the Broncos, and he's also been talking about the cornerback from the Broncos, too. And who knows? I mean, if he's played with them and they're loyal to Fox, they may be coming. So if that happens, um, that would be two great pickups. Yeah. Talking about the Broncos, did you guys Super did you Bowl? guys have them? Yeah. Did you guys have them winning or well, what? I had them no. losing. I had, yeah, I had I Carolina. Had, yeah. I had Carolina winning, too. I did have I did have a hope, not a hope, but I did have a feeling that Denver could win off their defense. I wasn't like for sure Carolina, but if I had to bet, someone said, "Hey, you got to bet right now." 
I would have picked Carolina. Dude, I thought their offense would have scored more points. Von Miller t- tore Cam up. On, you know what? Von Miller reminds me of Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Beast. He's a beast. That was yeah. like, wow. I, I, I don't know. I, I, and they I, played well against the Patriots, what too. What do you think about Cam not jumping on that's that what, ball? No, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, I, I think Cam uh, choked completely. Um, and I, I don't know what he was thinking about not jumping on yeah. that ball. I think Rivera got out coached too. Yes, he did not do a good job. Yeah. Wade Phillips, man, got to give some credit to yeah. me. He's got the talented yeah. players, yes. but that guy, he set up game plans for the Patriots, for the well, Panthers. He's been in the league for a long time too. Oh, I know. And uh, wait, what were we just saying? We were talking about the uh, Von Miller. Yeah, about Von, Von Wade Miller. Phillips. Yeah, uh, yeah. but Cam, I, I, he he tore. I don't know. I think Cam. Uh, oh yeah, about Cam. It was about Cam. Cam has a little bit of that in him, though. A couple years ago, I remember they had a. They were showing a thing on him uh, before the game. They were saying his father and his brother, older Dude, brother. You need. Let to- me finish. His father and his older brother. <laughs> Uh, we're watching him on the sidelines, and we're like, "Dude, you see, you're pouting. You're on the sa- stands yeah, pouting. He was doing that. You're bitching. You're pouting." And then they told him, and then so he he kind of stopped doing it. But the Super Bowl is a lot of pressure. He'll he should be back. He's a talent, so you need a you need to start taking B twelve, Jackman. Why? Because you're forgetting stuff. <laughs> you're like what, dude? I was up since two thirty in the morning. Today. Did you guys? I was hear, up since two thirty in the morning. Did you guys hear about how they researched the vitamins that are sold like at GNC and stuff? No, what, what happened? And they found out that like almost all the vitamins that are sold at like Costco, Jewel, Walgreens, CVS, GNC, Vitamin Shop, that they hardly don't contain anything of what they say they are. Really? I got to read that article. Yeah, look it up on Google. But they were saying something like, like if you take garlic pills, they were just using this stuff as examples. They're like only half of them actually had garlic in it. Wow. Um, they were saying if you take calcium pills, some of them didn't even have calcium in it. A lot of it is just like pureed shaved rice into a vitamin. Yeah. I know some of these workout supplements work. Like I think the creatine, the glutamine, and the amino acids, they worked. I mean, I had 305 on the bench today. So. Uh, wow. Those might, I'm yeah. just saying the vitamins. Nice, dude. Did you yeah. hear about the Parmesan cheese? I'm never eating it. Were you on again. creatine or no? Yeah, creatine, glutamine, and amino acids. It takes steroids I hit too. Those, I, I I used all those three together. My bench just you know I I shot oh, up it did pretty shot good. Up, huh? yeah. yeah, then I injected. I think them. I got a chance. I think I got a chance to hit the three fifteen within a few months. Yeah, that's the three plates on each side. Yeah, yeah. And then I inject them afterwards in the ass. <laughs> you did it clean. I did it clean. Yeah. I cleaned it too. Yeah, no no blood. <laughs> um, did you hear about the Parmesan cheese? No. Um, they're putting in sawdust. In Parmesan cheese to weigh it down and fluff it more. So if you use Parmesan cheese at home, you're eating sawdust. Really? I'm not joking. Jewel just pulled all Parmesan cheese off the shelf. Unbelievable. Um, all our food. It's all garbage. Nuts, man. Yeah. It's, it's, and then here's the other one for you. Nothing's original. And I hope, we, I hope, well, they can't sue us, but whatever. Um, Burger King. I know this is Jackman's favorite fast food place. You ready for this one, Jackman? Go ahead. They inject their hamburgers with a chemical to make it taste like it's charbroiled. It's not charbroiled. Wow. So that taste you get when it tastes like it's been barbecued, that's an injected chemical inside of all their beef patties. Wow. It's it's just insane. I'm like, oh, my God, this is nuts, man. I'm never eating out again. Bullshit, you eat out. I'm probably going to have some Burger King after this. (laughs) Um, <laughs> you hit that on the money, Jackman. Anyways, uh, draft. All right, Alden Smith. 
Do we bring him aboard? Do we not? Because you've got what's his name, uh, Fonzio. Fonzio. Hey, your buddy from San Francisco got fired. Yeah, that guy was a retard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. What? What's his name? Fonzio. Uh, I don't know. No, what's his? Name? But that guy was pretty <laughs> that funny. It was awesome. He couldn't even do an interview. He was like, uh, I, uh Tom Sula, Jim Tom Sula. <laughs> Jim Tom- <laughs> I don't know where he went. Oh. I'd like to know where he went. Did though. you see the one where he was talking about uh, the game is like an Italian dinner? No. When we talk, <laughs> you should pull that one up. He's like, it's an Italian dinner. We, we get all pissed off. We start throwing the forks. We yell at each other. We slam the plates. But then after everyone settles down, we all come back to the table and we eat. Yeah, he was. That guy's nuts. It man. was a bust. Even look at what happened to Cap, Kaepernick. He's just. Yeah. Oh, man. He's, yeah. he's going to be gone, too. I wouldn't mind taking Cap on the Bears. Instead of Cutler? No, just have him as your backup. If he's willing to take that pay cut. Uh, he's not going to take the pay cut. Who's gonna, wants to be who's a starter. Gonna, who's going to start him? Uh, Unless he goes to Tennessee, some, I don't see him starting anywhere. Or not not Tennessee, I'm sorry, that's Mariota. Um, um, Houston. Unless he goes to Houston, I don't see him getting a starting job anywhere. Like, who's going to take him, honestly? Yeah, I mean, maybe Denver. Denver's talking to RG3. Well, uh, you know what? Man, he's going to play again. Man, I don't you think, think so? so. No. I think he's going to play. I think he's going to tuck tail Man, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think Peyton Manning, I think he's a stat whore. I think he's got every record. Stat I think he whore. wants to pad those records. I Honestly, I think he's a stat whore. I think he's going to play. Man, but he didn't look so great. He didn't at all. I yeah. know, but still, he's. I, I think he's that type of guy. I think he loves the game. I don't know if they want him back. What do you think? You think Denver would want him back? Kubiak would want him back? No, I think they actually said that Kubiak said he's, he's out of the plans. He's not even thinking of Manning. So I think they're done with. Oh, no. I think they would have won John that Elway. game. Was, no, John Elway said that. Well, he's the head guy. Yeah, John so Elway. He says. Yeah, John Elway said that Manning's not in our plans for the future. So he's done. I mean, I remember John Elway. He won his Super Bowl at 38 years old, same age Manning did. But, but my John memory, Elway looked better. Yeah, my, that was 1998, but John Elway looked better. John Elway could have played like another two years, I yeah, think. John Elway, one thing, you know, Manning's a great quarterback, but John Elway was a hell of an athlete. Yeah. You know, this guy could run and gun and throw 70 yards. Oh, yeah, he had a I cannon. Mean, he had a cannon, and he was athletic, and he was fast. Uh, Manning never possessed those type of skills. So even at 38, Elway still had a you know strong arm and was still capable. They did run the ball a lot. They had Terrell Davis, and you know that always helps an aging quarterback. He still looked good. I know he still looked good, but whenever you have a great running back helping you, that helps. No, I'm saying now. Remember when they had in the Super Bowl? Oh, well, where they yeah. announced the the oh. MVPs for the Super Bowl? Yeah, he, he looked actually, all right. Yeah, you know who looked really good for his age? No, and was still like I think fit Jerry Rice. Oh, yeah. He's a workout-holic. I Dude, mean, it's known. That guy, he looked like he can play right now. He had, he had, you know, this guy offseason was a workout nut. And wow. Terrell, he took in Terrell Owens, who's also a workout nut. Yeah. He followed Jerry Rice's. Uh, yeah, he looked. Re- I saw him. I'm like, Dude, he looks like he can play like right now. He can put the gear on and start running. But anyways, all right. So going into the draft. So we're looking at the draft. Um, you were. <laughs> what happened? You were looking at the draft. I didn't I, look at it. Whatever. But I'm looking at the draft. So when you're looking in the draft, a couple things come to my mind. So the Bears, if they make these cuts, and the cuts I'm talking about is Bushrod, which already happened. I, I was I was looking at this stuff before the Bushrod cut. If they cut Bennett and they cut Gold, they have the potential of having the third most cap space in the NFL in the offseason, and they're projected to have a $153 million cap 
overall. That means that Chicago would have $58 million to spend. The only two teams ahead of them would be Oakland at $72 million and Jacksonville at $78 million. So right now, we've got the number 11 pick in the first round, number 8 pick in the second round. We've got the, oh no, I'm sorry, yeah, number 9 pick in the third round, 10th in the 4th, 11th in the 5th, 8th in the 6th, 9th in the 7th. Number one pick, I think that they have to go to, and I was showing Jackman this stuff, um, I think they have to go with Carson Wentz. Um, they need to have, because, I mean, Fails is not a good, he's a third stringer at best, and I don't think he's going to, or he might not even be a third stringer. But regardless, I mean, who do you think they go defensive end linebacker? Do they go offensive line? Do they go safety? Or do they just go for Wentz? The thing that I'm concerned about with Wentz is that there's people saying that Wentz could possibly go second to third round, which means that we can potentially go with a defensive end, which would be Sean Robinson from Alabama, or and then pick Wentz in the second round. So there's a lot of options there to go with, but I don't know if they're going to go with uh, offensive or if they're going to go with linebacker and defensive end. Again, depending on who we sign on the free agent market, and if we get either. Um, uh, if we get those guys from Denver, um, if we sign other people, um, who knows if we're going to go after Laurinaitis? Mm. I don't know. I doubt we're going to yeah. go after Long. I mean, that's I think I think they have to sign some of these guys before the draft so that they can have a focus on what's going to happen in the draft overall. Yeah, you know, it's always nice to have a great defense and an offensive line to protect a quarterback, get a running game. The defense, there was a stat: uh, eleven number one defenses went to the Super Bowl. Nine of them won that game. That's pretty impressive. You know, we just seen it with Denver right now. Yeah. Carolina had the number one offense, and Denver won. How about a couple years ago when Manning was on the other side, on the losing end? Yeah. Okay, uh, he had, what, 55 touchdowns a year, like 10 interceptions? They were the number one offense. What happened when Seattle came into town, the number one defense? They destroyed them. The game was over by the first quarter. So, I mean, that defense, and, you know, we were just talking about the 30 for 30, 85 Bears. That was a number one defense. They were dominating. I mean, you know, it's like what Mike Tyson's famous line, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. That's what a great defense does. Oh, I got these schemes and I got this and that. Then when you got a guy like Von Miller, defensive end, causing havoc, or like Reggie White, one of my favorite players, one of the strongest players I've ever seen, they just changed the whole game around when you got a, a defensive players in a scheme like that, like Denver does. Number one defense is hard to... Uh, Wait, who did you say was the strongest player you ever seen? One of the strongest players i ever seen was Reggie White. It was unbelievable. Number yeah, 90. I seen him with one arm flip. Yeah, he would push people he over. Would, he would flip offensive linemen off their... He would club with one arm and flip that guy over. Bruce yeah. Smith was solid also. He was, he was but player. he was more of a quick... He yes. was a great... A great pass rusher who was awesome, too, but I just like the power, Reggie White. You know, getting back on some, check out the 30 for 30, the Buffalo Bills. I uh, saw that one. Th- that was pretty good. Yeah, what you I think about it? it? I, I like thought it. it was really good. Yeah, I, I kind of like, sad what happened to that kicker. I really like the 30 for 30s. They're really they're they're produced awesome. very well. They're, they're well awesome. made. My they're friend awesome. at work loves them, What's too? your yeah. favorite 30 for 30? Well, I haven't seen them all. I I, I got to go with the Chicago Bears, but I also like the Bad Boys. I like, I like that the, one. The, the Buffalo Bills one, uh, which I seen the Colorado with the football coach. Uh, what other ones? My uh, favorite one is the Vladi Divac uh, Petro. Uh, uh, what's Drazen Petrovic. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that one. Yeah, oh, that one was good. They were. What was it? It was brothers. 
a brothers in arms or something yes, like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was it shows how you had um back in those days you had the the, the Serbian and the Bosnian and Croatian. Uh, the Croatian, Croatian yeah. and how they were friends like they were one team united they were brothers the basically and then when this whole political turmoil happened they literally stopped talking just because of that not because they got in a fight or their families got in a fight just because of the politics right and then at the end it was very sad i started tearing up they had vladi now he died and yeah, then um car accident yeah and then uh vladi divox went back to the country and he went to go talk to his mother and he was seeing, uh, the mother was showing him pictures of him, and he was telling the mom, and Vladi was crying, of how he feels so bad that he couldn't tell him bye, and that we never really got in a fight, and that it just was all because of this all BS politics that we, we, we weren't talking. He's like, and we were brothers. We grew up in the basketball game together, and we, we, we traveled together, and it was just really, it was a really good show, and it showed how they played together on the national team, and how they were doing mm. so good, and how they were friends in the NBA together, and yeah. it was a really good story. You know, I tell you something with with cultures with nationalities and stuff this stuff runs deep you following me it's just it's 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 ingrained from the family yeah you, you know what i'm saying and uh no matter what nationality you are everyone's gonna favor their own and that's normal you following me so yeah. it was a sad situation what happened in, in the Balkans. Yeah. it was really you know it, it was just a, it was a political mess and you know he was a great player, Drazen. They, they said he had a chance to become a great player. He, 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 he was very promising. Yeah, he was very promising. Three-point sh- shots I ever he did. seen. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, he you know, for a while he was, like, frustrated because he didn't get as much playing time. Yeah. And then uh, Coach Daly, I'm, Chuck Daly. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck Daly, he was coaching the Nets. He started giving Drazen his playing time, and he started to shine. He was a, the, one of the three-point leaders, and he started to, like, really shine. And then he shine. went to Portland, yeah, and then he started tearing it up. I got to check I that thought he was on the Nets. out. He yeah. was on the Nets. He was yeah. on the Nets. Yeah. But uh, what's it called? That was one of my favorite ones. I liked uh, Marcus boys. Dupree. The Bad Boys was one of my favorites. Yeah. Bad Boys, it's like so vivid in my head. All the you things they showed, it. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yep. Uh, Marcus Dupree, did you guys see that one? No. no. That was a good one. He was like one of the best high school and college running backs. I got to see that one. Yeah, that one was good. How about the Boz? I didn't see I that, see, but my I, buddy I, I worked I, I that watched good. of it. I yeah, I saw that one. It was, it was okay. It wasn't the best, but it was pretty good. It was good stuff. But anyways, all right, going, uh, that's it for that's the That's a good idea, whoever thought of that 30 for yeah, 30. Yeah, that, that is. I like Man. it a lot. Um, so that's that's it for the Bears. Bears are done. We probably won't be talking about the Bears until we finally start seeing uh, closer to the draft to see potentially who we're going to be going after and stuff. And then, obviously, po- potentially when we start going into uh, um, summer camp, which is probably starting, I think, in July or August. I think you know, it starts in August. So um, we'll go from there. But... Now it's um, it's going to be our favorite thing. You ready for this, Jackman? Yep. It's going to be our beloved Bulls. Yeah, but I don't know. It's not so favorite right now the way they're playing. It's not. I lost a little interest. Um, I hate to say it. So, and I'm a diehard Bulls fan. Me too. Uh, I know. For Christ's sake, I got my plates are the Bulls. Um, 27, well, as of this, 27 and 25, they were 11 games back. They're in the seventh playoff spot currently. I think they're. No, they just lost yesterday, so they're 27, 26. 26. Um, they're still ahead in Charlotte, and they're in the seventh spot still currently, right? Or am I wrong? Um, They should be seventh. 
They should be in the seventh, I think, because Charlotte was underneath them. Um, before we get into them, the, the slam dunk contest. I know you saw it, Jackman. Yes. Best I've seen in probably the last ten years. Gordon had the more impressive dunk. Yes. I think he should have won it overall. Levine was great, too. I mean, he was right there. They but Gordon were. had an impressive... Did you see it, Sammy? No. No, I'm, I'm a casual basketball Dude, fan. Dude, they... That, that dunk where he jumped over the mascot, and then he grabbed the ball... And he switched and it went he, under his leg? Both legs... That was insane, dude. I, I didn't even think Gordon could do stuff like that. Man, this guy's athletic. Yeah, but, I mean, it was amazing. How, I mean, how good are these guys? Are these guys like Dominique Wilkins and Jordan? Are they are they better than that? Uh, it was more of a creative... Um, it, it was nuts. I, I mean, all I can really say is They're that... They're pretty close, man, I would say. Yeah. Hey, talking about Dominique and Jordan, didn't Dominique... I kind of thought Dominique should have won that. Yeah, year. Dominique was a better dunker than Jordan. He really he was. was a, he was more of a, a power, power dunk. He was more of a power dunk. Yeah. yeah, Jordan was a finesse guy. He was, he was like a mix. Air, yeah. Jordan he, was yeah. a mix of a finesse. Dominique and power. Wilkins was a great player. They just said he wasn't really a defensive. You know, but he wasn't. Far, as far as like offensively and his athleticism was unbelievable. He had a higher vertical than uh, higher vertical than Jordan. Oh, I think his did? vertical was like fifty. It was. Yeah, Mr. Wallman. Mr. Wallman would always talk about it. But remember, Mr. Wallman, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You need yeah. The Snickers. Yeah, great um, guy, Mr. Woolman. He was, but uh, um, uh, Michael had more hang time. He 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 stood in the air a lot longer than Dominique. Well, Dominique, Dominique, had a, a, Dominique was vertical. a little bigger guy. He was like six eight. He was a little bigger guy. The a little Bulls are guy. number eight seed right now. Wow! Yeah. So they dropped under Charlotte. So they're out, bro. I you, think they're going to be out. You think they can write the ship? What do you think it is? Is it Hoiberg or what's going on, guys? Uh, I think it's a lot of things. I think. Um, I think it starts with upper management, and I think this is what truly happened, I think, with the team. I, I, Tibbs is a great coach and will always be a good coach. Um, did he demand a lot from his players? Yes. Did he push his players a lot? Yes. But I think what happened was, at the end of the day, Tibbs, the players would not give up on Tibbs. And I know they would get like beat up and worn down towards the end of the season, but they would still scratch and claw for everything they can to get back. And, and they would still try their hardest for Tibbs. I think that basically right now what's happening is that t- the players saw that Tibbs was basically fighting with upper management, which is Paxson and uh, uh, what's his name? It was Paxson and um, uh, Gar Foreman. And I think once the players see that those two guys are, or the, that the upper management and the coach are fighting, then they saw that Tibbs got fired because of that or let go because of that and then they bring this Hoiberg guy along I think that right now they tried giving Hoiberg a chance it's not working out and then now all of a sudden you turn around and you're looking at Hoiberg and I think they just gave up they gave up on Paxson I think the players gave up on on Gar Foreman I think the players gave up on on Hoiberg I think the player all those players completely gave up yeah another key thing is I, and I know I don't like him too much anymore, and I know since he got injured, um, uh, Noah was a huge part of this team, and Noah in the locker room would, would would drive and motivate this team. And I think with him being injured right now, it hurts. So now that you got the players that gave up, you've got now Noah that's not there to help motivate these guys during the game, and I think that's just a double whammy for everybody right now. You know, it seems like uh, uh, Paxson... 
they they just can't get along with their coaches. Remember, Vinny Del Negro got into a fist fight with him yep. before he left. I don't know what it is with them. With Dibs and them didn't have a good relationship. It's I guess it's hard to get along with that front office. You know, I, I, it seems like they just want things their way. Yeah, and I think Pax is uh, Pax. Pax wants a yes sir guy. He doesn't right. want people that are going to say no. And I think Tibbs was not that guy. T- here, here's some things that I, that upset me. Um, and I, I know Jackman uh, knows about these things. But um, so Tibbs wanted Green, Desmond Green from Golden State. Mm-hmm. He, obviously, Would've you know, been great. Yeah, would have been great. You know who we drafted instead? Who Teague. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh, Tibbs wa- and and honestly I think Garn Paxson ended up drafting uh um Teague out of spite to upset Tibbs. Can you imagine if if Green was on our team right now, Jackman? Yeah, Draymond Green's an awesome player. I mean, if you draft Draymond, yeah. He, I mean, if we drafted Green, uh, imagine our team right now with Green on it. Instead, we go for Teague and wh- where's Teague now? I don't. I don't see him in the NBA. I don't think his brother's is. good. Jeff is good. Yeah, his brother's good. But I. I, I mean, it's just I think overall, um, everyone gave up on everyone. So how do you write the ship right now? One, I think they needed to be very active on the trading deadline, and that didn't happen. Um, I'm glad to see Heinrich leave. Um, I. I will say till this day, I have the image imprinted in my head, and I have nightmares of when Kurt Heinrich missed the layup against Boston so we can go to the conference finals, and he couldn't make one freaking layup. I'm glad he left. I know he was okay, and people say he's good defensively, whatever. He didn't see playing time. It's not worth it. Let the guy go. Um, So I'm glad to see him go. Um, But I I think that there was a lot of trades out there I think that they could have pushed for, and they could have got, and it could have started building our team now. Why didn't they get rid of Paul Gasol in the trade deadline? I know. I mean, the only reason you would keep Paul Gasol if you think you got a serious chance at a title. And by looking at the Bulls this year, we know that's not true. Yep. Okay, They're only one game above 500, and they're probably going to lose tonight against Toronto. Yep. Then they're going to be 500. Okay, So why wouldn't you try to trade them and try to get some draft picks? The Bulls are an old team, guys. Paul Gasol is going to be 36 next year. Mike Dunleavy's 35. Noah's over uh, over 30. Who else we got? Dunle- okay, I said Dunleavy, so, right? So, so here's the deal. Todd is like 30. So Paul Gasol, there was a trade with the Kings that they could have put through. I don't know what hesitated them from, from pulling it off. I know Gasol was very hesitant in telling them not to trade him. Um Bottom line is, how, how old is he? 37? 35. No, 30, Paul's 35. 35. Yeah. He's old. Uh, he's openly has said that he's going to exercise his option next year, and he's going to test the market. But now he's saying he wants to stay because yeah, he now, likes Chicago. Now I heard he's he wants to stay. Bottom line is, do you want a 36-year-old center power forward right now on your team? You know what? If they were close, if they, if they were like a San Antonio team... I would do it. Right. I mean, Powell... His defense is not great, and you know, they get him on the pick and roll because he can't move his feet well. But he's an extremely talented offensive player. He he can pick and pop all day. He can hit the 18, 17-footer. He can post up. He's a good rim defender when he's back there, but yep. like I said, he has problems moving his feet. And, uh, 
you know. So how much is he making? I mean, I mean, the the thing is, I'm not sure, but the thing is, why would you keep him when you know you're not going nowhere? And you could get you're someone a, for him, right? Or get younger, get some drafts for him. Yeah. So he's he's this year he's making seven point four. Next year, if he exercises his option and stays, he's going to make thirteen point four million next year. Outrageous amount of money. That's a lot of money. I would not keep him. So why Gar Foreman didn't ex- trade him, beyond me. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know why either. Noah's a free agent after this year. You can't do nothing with him right now. He's injured. You can't trade him. You're stuck with him. You're just, you have to ride it out. Honestly, I wouldn't even offer this guy a contract. He's damaged goods at this point. I mean, his knees are shot. I mean, he, he can go become a backup somewhere else. I don't think the Bulls should even try. You're I mean, up- Noah gave his body for the Bulls. He did. He did. I mean, he played his ass off Yeah, but on the you want to win, ultimately. So No, no, no. I'm just saying, though. He, his injuries are, I think, some of it is his hard play. And yeah, he's a big is. man. He's a seven-foot guy. Hey. And he was running around full speed. If he takes three-quarters of the money or half of a pay cut, I'm fine with signing him. Right. But he's not going to take that pay cut. So that's the problem. That's why I'm saying we're going to have to let him go at the end of the season. But we're not on the hook for anything. He's gone. Um, Jimmy Butler, um, I know there were rumors that there were trades out there for Butler. Uh, One of the trades was Victor um, Oladipo. And yes, it was for a Orlando. First, yeah, and it was for a first round pick. And the rumor had that they w- we would have got uh, the, the center. Vukovic. The, Vukovic. Nikolai Vukovic. I would have pulled on that. I mean, you got you get a center plus Victor. I mean, I I know Jimmy Butler's good, but there's also rumors I'm hearing that there's friction. And those guys are pretty young, those two guys. Yeah, and th- and there's friction between Butler, Hoiberg, and upper management, just like with Tibbs. And I heard that they're, even though they're not saying it, they're saying Rose in him. Even though I can't stand Rose, and I think Rose should leave and not Butler. But bottom line is, I, I, I would have took that. You're getting two great players and a first round draft pick in return. So unless two solid players, two good players, yeah, unless yeah. they were asking for more than Butler, I still, if they were going to say, hey, if you throw in Tony Snell, I'll do that. I would have done it. <laughs> Tony Snell. Like, oh, okay, take consolation prize. Yeah, take him. I I, I would have pulled on that. I don't know why we didn't do that. It one more garbage. I don't even know why he's on the team. No, he's, well, he's not. He's no, garbage. He's not, no, he's not. It's garbage. He's a solid role player he backup. He ain't gonna get you to the conference finals. No, no. But I'm not. Don't don't dismiss him. He's got. He's a hard nosed player. He plays good defense. He's a guy. He's young. How many minutes does he play a game? He's gonna play a little more now since Heinrich's not there. He, I'll he, tell you that. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be playing more than ten minutes a game. No, I think he's a little better than that. No. Give him time. Anyways, give him a little time. Nikola, I like. Miritich, I like a lot. He still needs some more time. I like him. Keep him. Taj, they they were shopping him around for a first round pick. I would have done that. Just let, he's. I don't. He's think making. They were going to give 9. him a first round pick. That's the thing. They're saying that there are teams that were not offering him a first round pick. He's making eight point nine million next year. I mean, we're dealing with all these big contracts. Bobby Portis, I like. Needs some time though. Derek Rose, I cry when I see this. Twenty to twenty-one million dollars. <laughs> After next year, he won't be a bull. So you can, you know, stop crying again. There's no, no one's going to trade for him. No one wants the guy. Was, no, but his con- no, they're not going to be able to trade for him. Here, no. Here's how bad I can't. They, no one's going to want to pick up that contract. Hold on. This is how bad I can't stand this guy. You ready for this? This is quote. He made this quote. A reporter goes to him, and I think it was a reporter from uh, WGN. And he goes, um, uh, why do you guys continue to make the same mistakes over and over again, and what do you guys need to do to change? This is what the reporter asked him. 
What was Rose's response? Our leader, the guy who makes the most money in the whole entire team, what do you think he says? I don't know. Go I, ahead. I don't know. Wow. That's it. You think Michael Jordan would respond, I don't know? Michael Jordan was making $19 million less than him. I mean, not on the shoe contract, but whatever. I mean, you're a leader. To have answers, come up with a consensus of, of, of your team, and don't respond like that. This guy does. Yeah, I don't know if he's really a leader just because he gets paid the most money. You know, I don't think Rose is really a great leader, to be honest. Um, Dunleavy, I agree with you, needs to go old. I didn't say that. I just said he's old. He I'm just go. saying the Bulls team, look, they got in Fred Hoiberg. Fred Hoiberg is coach for a younger team, a faster team. He wants to play like a West. These guys are old, the Bulls. They don't play like the West. They don't have the shooters. You need to have shooters. He wants to rotate the ball. He wants to get a, shoot a lot of three-pointers. The Bulls don't have a lot of great shooters. You have, what's his name, McDermott, who was supposed to be a great three-point shooter. Not. He's improving this year a little bit, but he's not where they want him to be or where we want him to be. Dunleavy was out all year. This is like a third, fourth game. Okay, and who else do we got? Butler's decent. But he's not a he's not he's not really a great three point shooter. And you got Brooks, the guy off the bench, might be the best uh, three point shooter they got. And he has a hard time on defense. He's only five ten. So Hoiberg does not belong in the NBA as a head coach. And if he does belong in the well, NBA, he doesn't really fit this team. He's an assistant coach. He doesn't fit on any team. He's an assistant coach at best. They're not really running in, in what he wants to run. In the beginning of the season, they were running a little bit what he wanted. They were passing more and they were shooting. Now, if you watch them, they're playing more isolation. The guys are dribbling the ball and shooting. They're not. They're not really listening to him right now, unless he changed the game plan a little bit because he's seen that these guys can't really uh, perform. So, you know, operate with the game plan that he wants. So, what do you do to fix this team? I would say trade a lot of the older guys and get younger guys and start over. What's the? I don't know first, why they didn't trade. What's the Gasol. first thing you do? You don't like the coach, right? First thing you do is you fire Gar. The Foreman. management fire Gar Foreman, and if Paxson doesn't have the balls to fire Gar Foreman, then Reinsdorf needs to fire Paxson on top of it too. I believe me, I like Paxson. I think a lot of these trades he did when he was a GM, he built this team and drafted a lot of great players. I, I mean, I can go. I don't have the list. I can sit here and Google a list of all the players that he he created um, or that he traded for and drafted. He, he's brilliant. But if that's the case, then demote him and put Paxson back as the general manager. Gar Foreman is watching a completely different team. I think he's watching the San Antonio Spurs play right now, and he <laughs> thinks it's the Chicago Bulls. Because for this guy not to react at trade trade deadline to anything is beyond me. I'm sitting here glued to the TV and my phone waiting for five trades from the Bulls, and I see one stupid trade of Kurt Heinrich. I know. What's that? Gar Foreman, number one, needs to get. He needs to leave. Secondly, you get rid of Hoiberg. You can figure out who your head coach is going to be later. Then you establish who your general manager is going to be because then you have to look at the draft, who you're going to trade, who you're going to waive, and what's going to happen with your team inside. Then you can start looking at a, at a head coach that's going to fit, or if they can do it fast, then you put in a head coach right away that you think will fit, and then if the head coach sits down with the GM, the new GM, and says this is what we need to do, you can start assembling the team, and then you can do it right before your draft. We're going to be bad for a while, bro. Uh, We're going to be bad for a while. We could have fixed it a lot quicker if they would have started trading some of these Let's guys. Let's see if they do something this offseason. Okay. 
So looking at the off season, if you get rid of some of these guys, and I'm talking about letting uh, not re-signing uh, Noah, letting Paul trading him, or hopefully he takes the option and doesn't stay with us. Um, tr- get get rid of Dunleavy, wave him or whatever. God forbid. I don't know. I don't think we're getting rid of Rose, but if you can, I think you need to get rid of Taj Gibson's salary as well too. So that's another one that you got to try to get rid of. We already got rid of Heinrich's salary. If you get rid of all those players, you have somewhat about twenty million dollars to play with in the off season. The only other guys I saw, but they're going to demand some good money here. If you need a center, the only decent center you have right now, and I don't want him. Uh, there's three guys, really. Um, don't tell me Howard. One is Howard. I don't want him, though. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with him. The other one is going to be uh, Drummond, but he's restricted, and he's probably going to end up staying with the uh, Pistons. Um the only option I see that we can possibly... Drummond's a stud, man. Oh, I would love him. But Drummond's good. Pistons are going to match whatever another team yeah. does, so he's yeah. staying there. Yeah. Um, Whiteside, Hassan Whiteside from the Heat. Uh, he's a little immature. Okay. I'm not crazy about him. You can probably get he's, him... He's he's a talent. You can get him for about $3 million. Yeah. So that's know. not bad. Yeah. So, I, I mean, know. this is, again, think, we have to start building a team. He's got some team. skills. He's a big guy, but... Point guard-wise, you'll have Chalmers and in Conley. Conley's going to ask for a lot of money. So, But, again, if you got Rose on your team, you can't. If you can get rid of Rose, I would pay the money. Chalmers is inconsistent. The he guy is. in Miami, the guy LeBron used to yell at all yeah. the time. I, yeah. would, I would like Mike Conley, though, but Conley's going to demand like 9 to 10 mil. So if you get rid of Rose, I think you go after Conley, but there's no way you're getting rid of Rose. What um, do you mean, next year? Yeah. His contract's up. That, um, if we somehow get But that's after trade. next year. Yeah, I'm just saying. He still has one more year. Yeah, if yeah. you can somehow trade him and someone someone stupid enough to take his contract. Yeah, um, I know. Here's the guy I would love to have, but I know. Hey, you know, did you hear some talk about roles for Carmelo? No. I know they're trying to get rid of Carmelo, but I don't know if did I you, want Carmelo. I mean, but what would that do anyways? Yeah, I mean, you're getting us. another garbage player in return. I'm sort of glad you we use that word garbage a little too easily. <laughs> um, I'd rather have Carmelo than you Rose. know who I would like to take, and I would pay him the money. Nicholas Batum. He's all right. I would try to get him at small forward. That wouldn't be a bad a bad choice at all whatsoever. But again, he's going to be asking big money. Where do you think Durant's going to go? I'm not sure. I think he goes to the Lakers. Maybe Lakers or New York. If he doesn't go to the Lakers, he's staying in OKC because he loves Westbrook. But I, ultimately, I think he's got to go to a big market. Does LeBron stay or does LeBron leave? He's got his team. He's got the coach he wants. He's got everything he wants. He, Why would he, he leave fi- right now? He freaking fired Block, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> you, know, g- you know, guys, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I think that's it, bullshit. Yeah, me too. The NBA, to me, is the only sport where the players run the thing, except for Greg Popovich. The players are stronger than the coach. Yeah. I mean, do you guys agree? Yeah. I mean, in football, you can't pull that. Well, you cannot pull that. Even though Brady's days, powerful. In the older days, you had guys like Phil Jackson and Pat Riley that they ran the ship, and they didn't care who you were. They would take your ass into the locker room. You're going to tell me Patrick Riley, if, if Magic Johnson didn't came up and said shit to him, you think that Patrick Riley wouldn't have told Magic get your ass in the locker Here's room? Here's the thing. Ownership, a lot of times, sides with the players. That's mm-hmm. the thing in basketball. And like I was telling you guys before about a star player, you only got five guys playing on the court at one time. That's 20%. 
that's a huge impact. And it's really more than 20% because you would think like LeBron, his hands are on the ball way more than like a bencher or like a Chalmers when he used to start. I mean, how, how much was his hands on the ball? So it's more than he's like 30, 40% of the offense. Yeah. It goes through LeBron James. So it's like even if the coach tries to impose his will on a star player, the star player is going to have his backup. I mean, he's going to have the owner. He's going to have the backup of the ownership so, for him. He, so it's like that's one thing about the NBA. It's like the players sort of got the coaches by the balls. They do. Where the other sports like baseball and football, like Tom Brady, he's very powerful, right? He's a star quarterback. I don't think he's going to win against Belichick. Uh, yeah, I mean, what would you think if but, they ever had a rift? Uh, be, I mean, it would be good to see to see what happens, <laughs> but uh, I, I just I, I don't know. I, here, I, I think it's really up to the coach, and I think what happens is in this modern era, and I think Sammy has talked about this in the past. But the I, coach is neutered I, because yeah, the but, owner, the owner will take sides of the player, especially yeah, in basketball. It's it's the, it's how they perceive it because I think a lot of people have gotten soft. I mean, think of this right now, honestly. Put Bobby Knight, modern old Bobby Knight, back in his heyday. Put him on any NBA team today. I mean, think about the way players are now and how soft he couldn't go in the NBA before. I understand. Okay, true. I'm trying to think of coaches right now, old coaches that used to yell a lot. Pat Riley used to yell a lot. Even Mike Ditka. Well, yeah. we're talking basketball. If you're talking basketball, basketball. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of basketball coaches that were rough, that would always yell and and yell at the players. And um, I can't even think of one right now. I mean, Phil used to yell, but not like get into their faces and stuff. But regardless, Chuck Daly used to. Yeah. Okay. So put Chuck Daly at his prime with the bad boys of the Pistons. I mean, just think of Chuck Daly back in those days, who he was coaching, Isaiah Thomas. I mean, Rick Mahorn, Bill Lambeer, you know what I mean? And he would yell at these guys, and they, they took it from him. Now, put him right now. Well, actually, Chuck Daly did win. Well, Adrian Dantley wasn't a star-star player, but they showed it on the 30 for 30. They had a rift, and then they got him out of there, and they got uh, McGuire. What's his name? McGuire. Aguire. 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 Yeah. Aguire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so in that case, and Dantley was sort of the, a star player, but okay. not the star player. Okay, Isaiah Thomas was the star player on the team. But here's my point. And then Isaiah didn't want him there either, or they said, they alluded to in a 30 for 30. Okay, so throw Chuck Daly on any current NBA team today. There will be HR issues up the ass, and he'd probably be booted in the same year. Okay. Players have gotten soft. Just like we talk about how kids and people got soft in this world and how you can't make a joke anymore because if you say something... What do they call it? The pussifications of America. Basically. It's the pussification of America. And I think that you have to change your style as a coach. And you can't have coaches as aggressive as... I mean, I don't even think in football now. Who, who in football yells? You know what I mean? Yeah. The last coach was, I think, Cowrie from Pittsburgh. Remember a, how he used to always look pissed? Listen, <laughs> it's a different generation now. It's it's not only in the big leagues, even in high school. Uh, it's just all the way around. Even even parents now, if you look at kids these days, parents cannot even say anything to their kids. When I was young, my dad would say, you're lazy, you're a bum. 
He would tell me that. No, no, literally, your dad would too. No, he would. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah, my dad would be like, you're lazy. You're lazy. Nick's dad still tells him that. Yeah, you're lazy. You're a bum. You tell one of these fucking kids nowadays, excuse my language, that are 14, 15, they'll blow blow their head off. They'll commit suicide. That'll traumatize them. It's true. I'm serious. I tell this story. I'm serious. I tell this story to all my employees that I work with now. It's when I was younger and and I had part-time, full-time job, whatever, my dad would yell at me when I had a day off. And he would call me like Sammy said. Oh, you're lazy. Yeah. You bum, get up and go to work. Like, he wanted me to work seven days a week. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, he was teaching me a work ethic at that age. Right. Nowadays, you you have parents that don't push their kids to do that. Nowadays, you get parents that say, don't let companies take advantage of you. Don't, don't do that for them. No, screw them. Tell them to go get it, somebody else. You know what it is, too? Kids are just more sensitive these days. You know, like... I'm kind of glad my dad was like that. The reason why is too. because if somebody says something to me, they insult me in any way, I really don't take it personal. It doesn't destroy me. We have me. thick skin. Yes. You take some people, you say a little thing to them. And it's, it's a, a huge, it's I'm a huge suing thing. you. Well, not suing you, but human their whole world. Yeah. Their whole world comes apart. Not even at work. I'm just saying it's 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 with kids. It's, it's at every level these days. Yeah. It's, it's at every level. And you're seeing it right now in pro sports. And that's what I was trying to allude back to with, with Jackman. You're seeing it. You can't coach in the way that we used to coach. And and going back to the LeBron, because I know this all started with the LeBron James. When LeBron plays his games, who really coaches the Cavs? Yeah. I mean, I've said this to you when yeah, he was in right, Miami. Right. There's a LeBron huddle before they go to the coach. And the LeBron is coaching the players and telling the player. LeBron no, James is the coach. Spoltra and Riley had a little bit more control. I really believe that. I think, I, I think Spolestra didn't, didn't have any control. I think he was just a face, and he was there because the NBA has a rule that you have to have a head coach. That's honestly what I think. Well, if Riley you look at if you look at at stuff that he needed to do, seventy five percent of the time, LeBron James was talking in the huddle. Spolestra wasn't even saying anything. You know, but if you look at it, a guy like Riley, he's a legend. You know, you got to respect him. That guy's got a lot of yeah, juice. You're going to listen. You know, you get a 40 year old coach, it's not going to really happen like that. You know, it's. This guy's won championships multiple times. You know, he's, he's like, he's, he's, he's the Jesus Christ of the NBA. Yeah, you know, built if you think about it. I mean, yeah. this is going back, though, too. And, and I've read stories about this, how they they were saying that. Um, LeBron James, in a way, was uncoachable even back in high school. And that they truly feel that he can't be coached by anyone because he thinks that he's always right and that that's why he's the guy who's always talking in the huddles. And and to be honest with you, you've got to, I'm glad that this is happening to Dwight Howard. I mean, look at Dwight Howard when he was in the Magic. He thought he was the hottest thing on the planet. And now he's garbage, and people see that he's garbage, and the coaches can't coach him. So well, now that guy no used one to yell him. a lot in Gundy. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Gundy, yeah. <laughs> Both him and his brother. Remember when that brawl, when they got into that brawl, and he grabbed the guy, Alonzo, Alonzo Mourning's foot, yeah, yeah. he was dragging him like a rag <laughs> doll. Yeah, yeah. Lucky and Alonzo Mourning wasn't a mean guy because he could have yeah. like kicked him or something, but yeah. he didn't. Yeah, no, but that shows you the type of guy that Vin Gundy is. He was a fiery guy. You know who else? Scott Skiles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy oh, was yeah. rough. Scott yeah. Skiles, Skiles was tough, man. He was, was going to fight Shaq. Shaq. Yeah, they said he was going to fight Shaq. <laughs> this is like me fighting Big Nick. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys? So, what did you think of the commentary, Jackman? It was pretty good for the dunk contest. 
Oh, for the dunk contest. Yeah. Oh, I saw you were talking about your commentary. No. I I truly think that uh, they shouldn't have had Magic as one of the judges because I I I've never heard commentary. I didn't like Kevin Hart on there. You know how they had, but Kevin he's Hart a pretty good three point shooter. Did you see him? Yeah, but I don't think they should have had. It. I think they should have kept it like they did in the old days. It should have been Kenny Smith, Reggie Miller, um, uh, Charles Barkley, and Magic Johnson. One of my favorites is Charles Barkley. Yeah, the four I of those agree. guys yeah. were am- they're amazing together. I like Kenny Smith. Barkley and Ernie Johnson, Chick, he's all right, but I like Kenny Smith and Barkley and Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Barkley and Re- Reggie Miller's good. Him and Marv Elmer are funny together too. And I, I no, I like Reggie Miller and uh, Barkley a lot together. Those guys are hilarious. I've we said this via text, but I really like Barkley is one of those guys that you wish you could just hang out with and go to the bar and just be. I've said that them. many times. That, yeah, it's like that's yeah, how funny he'll be he is. cool. He'll be cool to hang out with. He just busts on people. Like he's like one of those guys that sits. He's down. real. He don't hold back. Yeah, he people yeah. watches and then he just starts making fun of people as they're walking by right. and stuff. So it's it's hilarious stuff. I liked it. But anyways, um, all right. What else do you got on the Bulls? Nothing to look forward to. You think they make playoffs or they don't? I kind of hope they don't, so they get a higher draft pick. I, I'm in that. What are they going to do? Number eight spot and get creamed uh, by uh by Cleveland? Cleveland or Toronto? I mean, well, he, Cleveland will be the number he, one seed if they're yeah, number eight. Here's so. the other thing: look at Boston and what they did. They're a young team. Yeah, but look at what they did. They built that team. They 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 tore apart to three. Wow! Amigos. Look! Look! I just got this in. Bulls beat Raptors. So I'm mistaken. I said they were probably going to lose 116 to 106. Doug McDermott, look at this, guys. Uh oh. 30 points. There you go. Rose, wow. 26 points and six assists. Uh, Lowry, just, 27 I just got points. I on the watch. Wow. Yeah. 30 points for Dougie. Good. Um, I forgot to say this, too, now that you said that. Uh, David Lee just got cut by Boston. Uh, and it looks like he's going to the Mavericks. He's the front runner. He's Mr. more Cuban. of a role player, though. Yeah, he would have been, be good off the off the bench. Uh, and then, what do you think about Bosch with his another blood clot scare? Man, I like Chris Bosch. He's yeah. a solid player. That's pretty scary. Yeah, it is. So I don't know what's going to happen with him. I mean, that might be a career ender at that point because he might have it at any time. I know. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. I hope he's okay. But um, and then those guys. There's a lot of those guys that are going to be. I think Dwayne Wade's a free agent next year. I don't know about Bosch. But you're going to have a lot of uh, free agents going on, Jackman. Well, we can look for Miami. All right, who are you voting for, uh, Sammy? For what? President. Oh. Nobody. Right now, it's really, really hard to say. Um, you know, to be honest with you, uh, I like I have the candidates. I like. I think Bernie Sanders is the best guy as a person, as a human being. I think he's the nicest guy. But I like I, I like Kasich. I like him from the really? Republican side, and I like Trump. To be honest, I kind of like Trump. Um, he's like he's a breath of fresh air. He's out there. He's, he's different out than everybody there, else. But I don't know, man. I, he's I think he's a little bit temperamental right now. Honestly, I'm still undecided. If I had if you put a gun on my head, I say it's between Trump and Bernie Sanders. Bernie. I I don't want uh, Hillary. How about you? Uh, I, I think Hillary is part of the Obama clan, and I think that if you put Hillary in there, it's going to be a horrendous four years. I'm sort of scared. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm sort of an independent in the middle. Yeah, that's me. Um, I sort of th- I, I like Bernie a lot, too, but I'm just scared at this rate of going with any Democrat in this 
in this economic time that we're in, I really think you need a Republican that can at least help booster our economy even more. Because if you're going to continue, like, I mean, I thought, I think you said this before too with Bernie. I mean, Bernie's good. I know he talks about how he doesn't have corporate like backing and all this stuff, but I'm just scared that guy's going to give the country away for free. And like, you can't keep giving free stuff out. So, I mean, I, I think at this point, I think you need a Republican to sort of balance it out a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I, I, Trump, that guy's a nutcase. In a way, I sort of think the Democrats put Trump in there, or Hillary put Trump in there, to take some of the votes away from Bernie. Because if you think about it, people who are going to vote for Bernie are in that same boat. They're saying either Bernie or Trump. Uh, they're the opposite. They're on the opposite ends of the scale. I, I just think uh, they I mean, put Trump in there purposely. Really? I, I don't, I don't th- think. I don't, I don't think, think he's going to win the nomination, and I think I, they I did think, that to take I some think, of the votes away. I think he'll win the nomination, but I think he's. I think a Democrat's going to win it. That's what I think. And I, if it's Hillary, man, I'm moving to Canada. Really? You think she's that bad, huh? I just think that whole regime of what's happening. You want to kick it to Jackman, or do you... Or, or, <laughs> He's voting for Madigan. Yeah, well, he's a big Mad- Michael Madigan. <laughs> okay, now let's talk Illinois. He's got now. a Michael Madigan sticker. Let's, let's talk Illinois. What do you think about Illinois? I'm with Bruce Rauner on this. I am. I voted for him, and I like him. I mean, people, I, I, I know I go on my Facebook all the time, and I see the bashing of Rauner. People need to wake up and understand, though, he's fixing what the Democrats jacked up. He's trying to fix it. Yes. He can't fix it. He's outnumbered. Personally, I I don't think he could fix it. I He's saw, just outnumbered. He's I saw outnumbered. a guy that, they got the house. I guess they're trying to get rid of map grants or something. And I saw a post from someone. He, he released a budget today for schools. He yeah, and he's like, oh, million. if it wasn't for the map grants, then I wouldn't be getting my education or something like yeah. that. Or what? And I'm like, listen, man, he's doing the things he's doing because everyone before him jacked things up. So he's not doing it purposely. He's doing it to try to fix it for us. And people don't see that. They yeah. s- they think, oh, he's a Republican who moved in there. Look what he's doing. Michael Madigan is the uh, he's terrible. He's, he's a crook. He is the he is the inside guy that has ran this city for all these years. He still yes. is. Yeah, seventy three years old. He's the Godfather that sits yes. on that throne and calls the shots. When Daly was here, he's every he even Rom Rom won't even mess with him. Yeah, Emmanuel Rahm, nobody could yeah, mess and, with him. Well, I think it's because he's part of the whole o- Obama clique. They're daily left, Obama left. They're over here trying well, to cover each other's uh, Let's face it, steps. this is a Democratic city. It is. It's Democrat. We're never going to get a Republican mayor. We're not going to get a. We're not going to get a Republican mayor. How are we going to get a Republican? Yeah, mayor? you. It, won't. It's not going to happen. Too many minorities too. There's exactly. No way. There's yeah. no way. It's impossible. But if the House, if they can change the numbers in the House, right now it's seventy-one. I do like Rauner because he's got the balls to step up to Manny. Yes, he. Well, Rauner's the only. He's got the balls to step up to everybody. This has never happened before. Yeah, Rauner's uh, doesn't know? care. But and the thing I like about Rauner is because he's, he's trying. He's, he's trying. Not just that, he's but giving an honest he's already effort. made his money. He yes. he's a millionaire. So like Trump, they don't give a shit. Yeah, he's. Like I, I, I don't care about Madigan. You can fire me tomorrow, lose me, vote me out, whatever. I don't care. I'm going to try my hardest to make sure that I do good for the He's state. He's fighting for the taxpayer. Yeah. He's fighting. He, he tells the Democrats, what do you guys want to do to fix this budget? The Democrats don't want to say to raise taxes. They want to raise it, but they don't want to propose that. Yeah. They don't want to look bad. So you got to take money out of politics. The unions are, 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 are I mean, these politicians... The unions have them in their pockets. That's, that, it, it, it's been it's, like that since the beginning. It's 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 crooked. It's corrupt. They draw their own districts. It's just look at this guy, Diamico. There's, there's signs everywhere. There's signs everywhere. This guy. 
<laughs> I mean, this guy's terrible. What, um, he's, why don't, and this, I've never understand this, and, and I guess it has to be us, why don't we demand politicians to take pay cuts? Well, the reason why we don't demand it, we're too comfortable here. We got our food, you know, uh, we got a warm roof over our heads, and I mean, we're just puppets, man. That's what we are. But here's we're, my whole we're point. We're morons. We're morons. So, yeah, I know. So you sit in here, and you've got a congressman making 280, 350, I don't know how much They don't make. make that much. But they, whatever. Why? And they're giving themselves 20, 30% increases every freaking year, and they pass it. Like, why doesn't someone step up and say, hey, we don't have money anymore. I've got teachers that are losing their jobs. Listen, I've got these guys that are taking pay cuts. Why can't well, you guys I'll tell take you a pay why. cut? I'll tell you why. Who who controls the laws? It's the judges, right? It's the m- judges are collecting pensions. Michael Madigan. <laughs> no, but if you think well, about it, look at the judges. Hey, watch us all be dead tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why yeah. Jackman's shutting his mouth. Yeah. Well, Jackman's been a big Michael Madigan supporter since the beginning. <laughs> We're all going to be dead tomorrow. We'll find out. Like, mm-hmm. I found this guy in the car with a gunshot in the head. <laughs> You'll know what happened. Yeah, but I, don't, I just think... I, I people, don't even... You know what? I tell you something. People need to get educated. People need to start reading. People are retards. You know, I mean, you gotta you got to look at these things. you got to read about these things. They don't, they don't look interested. at that. They just want free get stuff. Get interested. Don't, you know, don't be a moron. They want free stuff, and that's all that matters. And whoever goes out there, listen, I can go run for mayor right now. And if I just go out get, there and start telling people I'm going to give everything for free to you guys, I bet you I win the election. You won't win the election. You might get 20% of the vote. <laughs> it's still a lot. Yeah. Hey, if I can get 20% of the vote, hey, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I mean, it's true. That's all you really need to do. And people don't see the outcome of other things of like, how is this going to affect my job? How is this going to, and you're right. It's people are getting comfortable and they just don't want more. They don't set bigger goals. And I, I don't know. I just think that this state and this, um, uh, this climate's bad. Everything. Here's the other thing that gets me. Like I'm out West now, right? So gas around here in Cook County is what? Like once one, one seventy something, right? Yeah. On average. Yeah. Okay. I see in 179, yeah. Okay, so 179 on average, 160, let's say, on average. You go out west in Kane and DuPage, I mean, I'm paying gas like 121, 122. Yeah, Crook County. Uh, yeah, and then you're sitting here, and I'm like, I- I'm talking to my wife, and I'm like, why do we live in Cook County? Like, let's get the hell out of Cook County. Like, this is nuts. You have to pay 40 cents more for gas, almost 50 cents yeah. more. I'm like, that's just outright ridiculous. I mean, it's sad because Chicago is a great city. It is. You have the Four Seasons. You have the lake. You have a beautiful downtown. And, you know, you, you have suburbs that are close by where you can actually drive to downtown. Yeah. So it's it's nice. It's beautiful. But the political climate here is just not very good. Yeah. Who? And then you got all this violence that's just really yeah, bad Well, let's shady. face it. You know, that's that's confined to certain neighborhoods. But uh, still bad. Yeah, we're talking South Side, you know, Inglewood and yeah, you know, but Garfield it's still Park, bad. and yeah, I know, I know, it's bad. Yeah, it's and definitely bad. It just, I mean, bottom line is, it, it, I think a lot of things need to be controlled, and um, I don't know, I, I don't know if who's, I, I don't think Rom's the guy to fix it. I, I do well, think I Ro- think Rom's done. I think Rom's done. Ronner is Ron, in Ron. in a step in the right direction. Yeah, I don't think Ronner will get reelected. I really don't. I I hope he doesn't. I mean, I I was hoping Bruce Rauner, would... I don't think he'll get reelected. Um, I don't think I, I don't think he could win with this budget. I mean, yeah. if there's a budget stalemate. I don't so think probably vote a Democrat in. It's it's a mess. Who do you think's going to run for city though, mayor? 
Well, they had that guy Chewy, and you know, there's probably some other up and comers, some aldermen. There's a few aldermen. I forgot their names, but uh, there's a few guys that are supposed to be pretty solid. Jackman, Jack, you don't want to run, dude. Mm, you no. can be best friends with Matt again. And be like, come on, Mikey, I need to get in here. You can start robbing Jack, with them. Whenever we talk politics, Jackman goes silent. It's back, back. That's it. Yep. No more. Yeah. He's politically correct. All right. So, anyways, uh, Bears, Bulls. Topics. Uh, we uh, went over what we can for right now. Um, again, we're going to try our hardest, guys, so that we can come back more frequently. I know before we were doing these about every two weeks to every month. We're going to try to. Um, I've been talking to Jackman about possibly doing these with maybe Sammy without me um, because I'm the hardest one to figure out when we're doing the agendas or when I have time. Um, But regardless, we're going to try, have more efforts to try to get in and uh, do more of these for you guys. So um, you guys got any requests, email us. Obviously, drop us uh, um, uh, a note on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, We'll catch that and we'll go from there. Uh, Again, we're at Windy City, one word, Sports Network. That's on Facebook. Our Twitter account is at WCSN, the number three. Uh, We're on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iTunes. Subscribe and rate us. Uh, Our website's at www.WindyCitySportsNetwork.com. Our email address is uh, is WindyCitySportsNetwork at gmail.com. That's all we got. I hope sports in Chicago gets a lot better. Baseball's starting, and I'm hoping we see better play there. Um, But the Bears, I think, got some work. It's in progress, which is a good thing to see. Um, The Bulls are in the downfall, and there's no progress. So I think we're going to have a lot more to go from there. So um, other than that, um, we will be back soon. Um, How's it been, Jackman? Good? It's been good. It was fun. All right. I appreciate you guys listening to us. Sammy? It's been great, guys. And uh, I think the tornado is done outside, so we should be nice and calm. Hope the power is back up. So we'll see you guys soon, guys. Sleep tight, Chicago.